Everlasting Father, we thank you for another opportunity to study your word and know for ourselves the written word of God, know what it means and know how it applies to our lives. Even as we study today, we ask that you, you release your presence unto us in the name of Jesus. In any way we have sinned against you or contrary of your glory, we've done anything that is contrary to your will, please forgive us and wash us clean with your blood in Jesus' name. Help us to always trust you and help us not to do anything outside your will because your word says Jesus obeyed God and never sinned. And that means he never went, he never did anything outside the will of God. Lord, help us not to do anything outside your will in the name of Jesus. Even if it doesn't look like sin, oh God, help us not to do anything outside your will in Jesus' name. Lord, as we study your word, please, Lord, release your Holy Spirit to teach us, oh God. We want to study the place of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to be born of the Spirit, oh God? We ask that you release your presence, oh God. Release your power. Release your understanding in this place today to the glory of your name. Teach us by yourself, Holy Spirit, God, Jesus. Teach us by yourself, God, and receive the glory of your days in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So I welcome you to another Bible study, and I pray that you will hear from God. I pray that God will bless your hearts and change your life as you listen. We'll take our in right now, and it says, Oh, worship the King, all glorious above. Amen. Oh, 
worship the King, all glorious above. And I would like to share with you something that, let's speak louder. I would like to share with you something that we learned, like I learned during the week. Like I just came into that realization of something and it blew my mind, you know? You know how the song says, um, his clothes, his robe is the light. And the Bible says that when we see Jesus, as we are, as he is, so we will be when we see him. So that means when Jesus comes in glory, or when we get to heaven, our robe will be the light. You get it? Like, we will have all the things that Jesus has. His powers, his, his abilities, his beauty, his splendor. He will be so beautiful, glorious. And I pray that God counts me worthy to be in his kingdom. That God keeps me to the end to enjoy his presence. And, and then there's another part of the song that says that the angels came to him. I'm part of the people that came to God. And I also pray for you too, that God will help you to be part of the people that sing him to God at the end of the day that is clothed like he is clothed. His robe is the light. Wow. So that is what I want to share with us before we go into the Bible study. I pray that God will speak to us today because these topics are beyond my own ability. So I pray that God will just speak through me to myself and to you and that would be awesome so let's get into the bible study right now and see i'll share my screen if you if you are listening using the audio version i'd like you to um download the app podrum podrum has the video version of this Bible study. So um, please download our Podrum. Um, especially prepare the video version for Podrum, the Podrum app. And you can get it from your Apple or Google Play Stores. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, let me quickly share my screen. So it says here, um, we stopped last week at the basic conditions for knowing God and we talked about the new birth and we're stuck at this part because God has not let us go. Um, John 3, 3 to 7. And that's where we're going to be starting today again. And we are going to continue from last Bible study. So John 3, 3 to 7 says this. It's saying... It's, um, let me start from one and I'll read through seven. It says, after that one night, a Jewish religious leader named Nicodemus, a member of the sect of the Pharisees, came for an interview with Jesus. I like that. He came for an interview with Jesus. Sir, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miracles are proof enough of this. Jesus replied, with all earnestness, I possess, I tell you this, unless you are born again, 
you can never get into the kingdom of God. Verse 4. Born again? Exclaimed Nicodemus. What do you mean? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, what I am telling you so earnestly is this. Unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Man can only reproduce human life, but the Holy Spirit gives new life from heaven. So, what does it mean to be born of water and the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, the Holy Spirit gives us this new life, this new birth, right? And this new birth is consists of being born of water and born of the Spirit. And last week, we delved into what this water means. What does it mean to be born of water? And it's not an or situation. You have to be born of water and born of the Spirit. Born of water and the Spirit. And so, amen. Amen. I pray that God will help us to understand this perfectly. So last week we said that to be born of water, God led us to John, um, where God was dealing with the Samaritan woman. The next chapter, after John 3, John 4, God talked about giving a woman water, eternal water. And after getting this water and drinking it, it becomes a, a fountain of living water flowing out from her. And then we now went to Psalms, saying that blessed is the man who walked not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of discoveries. That man is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And a tree planted by the rivers of water always gets water from that river. So this river, when it always gets water from that river, it can never be thirsty again because it always stays close to that river. So we talked about the fact that he is planted by the river of water. And then when the water we linked it to John 4 becomes a fountain, it then bears fruit. A fountain coming out. And there's a part of the Bible that says, out of your belly shall flow out rivers of living water. And let me see. So where it says, and that fountain, so I don't want to go into that. So verse 14, John 4, 14 says, but the water I give them, he said, becomes a perpetual spring within them, watering them forever with eternal life. So out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Is basically this um, verse right here. Which we read last week. John 7, 38. These are the things that would happen to the people that 
have been born of water. This is what will happen to them. So John 7, let's start reading from 37. It says, in the last day, okay, let me share my screen. It says here, if you have with your Bible, you can open to John 7, verse 37 down to 40 or something. So now, 37 says that in the last day, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of his belly shall flow out rivers of living water. So when God gives you this water to drink, you will never be thirsty again. Why? Because it will become a fountain that shall flow out of your belly, out of your belly. And what does this mean? He said 39, but this spake he of the spirits, which they that believe on him should receive. So when you believe on Jesus Christ, he gives you rivers of living water. That river of living water, that process, God does that process. Taking the old man, nailing him to the cross, as we discussed last time, Bringing the new man, giving birth to the new man in you. That is being born of water, the water of life. And we explain it from Revelations. He that thirsted, come to me. Come and drink of the water of life freely. That is the water of new life. So we, we linked being born of water to, being, to drinking the water that Jesus offers. This water of new life. And then it says that when you believed in him, there's something that will happen. The water that you have drunk, this new life that you have, will now become a spring flowing out of you. And then he says, out of his belly shall flow out rivers of living water. What makes it flow out of you? What makes it flow out of you? He says, but this speaking of the spirit, the Holy Spirit activates these rivers of living water to flow out of you, out of your belly. The Holy Spirit, but this speaking, John 7, 39, of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given at that time when they went, but because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So people could be, could be saved. They had a new man. They, had, they got the water of life. You know, the, the woman was excited after she got the word of life. She was happy. She had this word of life in her. The man that was healed had the word of life. The disciples had the word of life. But because God has not yet been glorified, um, Jesus has not yet been crucified and risen again, the Holy Spirit was not yet released because out of his belly shall flow out is the Holy Spirit that would activate this river of living water out of us so this speaking of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the holy ghost was not yet given because that jesus was not glorified and many of the people there for when they heard this saying said of a truth this is the prophet yeah so my brothers and sisters my brethren my friends 
the Holy Spirit gives, makes you born of the Spirit. It gives birth to a spirit in you. It gives birth to the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit is the one that does this birth of the Spirit in us. And that is when, you, when the Holy Spirit gives birth to himself in you, then you will, you would have this activation. The water of life will become as a fountain of living water flowing out of you. And that is just God. God just explained it to you, not me. <laughs> so that is, that is awesome. That is great. So um, let us keep going. Let's keep going. I pray that God will show us more. To build on the points we've made, we will read other parts of the Bible. And um, it says here that we want to start from defining what baptism is. So baptism, what is baptism? Right? When you hear baptism, what does it mean? So I want to touch on this before we leave this whole um, explanation of being born again. So now um, we say that See that one? Let me see. We want to go back to read John chapter 3. We go back to read John chapter 3. John chapter 3. The, that's the root of everything where Nicodemus was asking Jesus. So, so. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we see the Bible verses, but it would be awesome if we could see it on the screen. Or you can open it, open your Bibles to that part. Bible. So John chapter 3 says here that when Jesus, verse 5, like I'm reading from verse 5, it says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water, of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The spirit blew it where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So this verse, we should hold it in our hands, is very important. John 3, 8. Let's hold it. Um, let's keep it, write it down in our notebooks. before we go on. So, let's define baptism. According to the dictionary, yeah, we'll, we'll check it out together. It's an English word, so that is why 
it's an English word that is not like intuitive for me. So let's see, let's see it together. So baptism. Here it says that in the Christian church, the religious rite of sprinkling water on person's forehead or immersion in water, symbolizing purification or regeneration and admission into the Christian church. In many denominations, baptism is performed on young children and is accompanied by name given. As, or the second meaning says a ceremony or occasion at which baptism takes place. So another, another um, meaning means a person's initiation into a particular activity or role, typically one perceived as difficult. This event constitutes his baptism as a politician. So that's an example. So baptism is, these are different kinds of baptism there is, but the baptism that God wants us to be, to be baptized with is, is this. So let's go. Let's check out Acts chapter 19, verse 1 to 7. Acts 19, 1 to 7. Acts 19, so open your Bibles to Act 19, 1 to 7. So it says here that while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, no, we have not heard, even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him. That is Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, according to the definition of baptism, we want to pick which of the three definitions of baptism we are going to go with from this chapter. So the first definition is um, a religious rite of sprinkling water on the forehead. Another definition is um, perf baptism performed on young children by immersing someone's head in water. Then, uh, then, then the, the third part definition we'll go with is a person's initiation into a particular activity or role. And the synonyms for those things is beginning, launch, introduction, commencement, rite of passage, inauguration, initiation. I don't want to rush through this. Um, uh, let me let me share my screen so that you can see um, the ones I'm talking about. I don't want to confuse you at all. So this is one definition of baptism, the one where you sprinkle water, the one that has to do with physical water. Then let's limit it to these two. The one that has to do with physical water and the one that has to do with initiation into an activity or role. And initiation, debut, introduction, inauguration, those are synonyms for baptism. So we want to choose which of this definition. Is it the water baptism, the sprinkling, 
that is one choice. Or does baptism mean beginning, a new beginning, a new initiation, born again, being new birth? Does baptism mean launch, beginning, commencement, or physical water baptism? So we're talking about the baptism talked about in Acts here. Acts chapter 19. So Acts 19, not perfect, so so this is Acts chapter 19. So the Holy Spirit received at Ephesus. Let's use KJV version. So please, if you are with your Bible, open to Acts chapter 19. And it came to pass that while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus. And finding certain disciples, it said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. And he said unto him, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. Baptism of repentance. Now, listen to me. These are spiritual terms. They are not talking about water baptism. They are talking about a new birth of repentance. Yes, but water baptism is a symbol of baptism of repentance. It's a symbol, it's a physical symbol of change, of the new birth. But the meaning of baptism is new life, new beginning, as we see. So you can choose now. Is it water baptism or the new beginning, new birth? What does baptism mean? Does it mean immersion? Sorry, let me, let me, let me, let me stick it to that. Does baptism only mean immersion or sprinkling? Or does it mean the new birth? So in this, in this book of Acts 19, I want us to get the terminologies right. Baptism is a spiritual thing that happens. It's a new birth of repentance. The sign or the outward proof might be immersing yourself in water and bringing yourself up. But the truth is that this baptism is an inward thing that God does when you hear, when the word goes in, when the word of God goes in. The Bible says that faith comes by year. Faith comment by hearing and hear, when you hear the word of God. When, when the word of God goes in, a new birth happens in you. You are born again. So the baptism of repentance is what happened when the word of God through John went to the people. And they say, oh, I'm ready to surrender. And then he now physically baptizes them when they repent. Now. Another thing is that, so then Paul said, then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. So Paul told you that there is another person that will baptize you with so and so, 
He is Christ Jesus. Now, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, this is not water baptism again. This is when they heard this, when the word came to them, a new birth happened to them, a new initiation into Jesus, into the new life that Jesus gives. This is the water of life baptism here. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Now, so um, they were baptized in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Now they were now baptized with the what? The Holy Ghost. So I'm trying to look for, yeah, they were baptized with the, in the name of Jesus and they were baptized with the Holy Ghost. Two things. Baptized in the name of Jesus means baptized with the water of life, having the new birth. Now, I want something that will make this clearer to us right now. And I, I, I know that the Spirit of God will help us. Yes, I don't like teaching head knowledge, but these are the basic principles that we need to know in order to understand if we have been born again or not. I pray that God will help us. So, um... Acts 11, Acts 11, 16, Acts 11, 16, 16 says that, Then remembered I the word of the Lord, and how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, baptism of repentance. But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. And for this to happen, you have to be baptized with the water of life, which is a spiritual thing, and then baptized with the Holy Ghost, as we have seen some minutes ago. So when they say baptized with the Holy Ghost, this point I'm trying to bring here right now is what? If baptism only means immersing in water, what does baptize, baptize with the Holy Ghost mean? So baptism means a new birth, a new birth. But John's baptism was baptism of repentance, was symbolized by immersion too. Jesus' baptism is baptism of the water of life. Yes, it's also symbolized physically by immersion. There's another baptism that Jesus, is, Jesus gives as well. It's called baptism of the Holy Ghost. And then you can... The, the evidence of you being of you being born of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Ghost is there are so many evidences, so many which we will delve in. So the first evidence is is an activation of the fountain of living water that flows out of us, and we have identified what this living water is through someone that says that. Or let me ask you because you have been listening. What is this evidence? How did we attach the living water that flows out, the fountain of living water that flows out of us? What does it mean? Does it mean that we will just sit down and then water just starts coming out of our bellies, right? So, so according to Psalm 1 verse 3, it says that a tree planted by the river of water beareth forth its fruit. The fruit of the spirit is this water that flows out of our bellies, the fruit of the spirit. And we're going to read about the fruit of the spirit coming out was fruit of spirit coming out of us. Pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. So baptism doesn't just mean immersion in water. Baptism means new birth. 
new beginning, launch, inauguration, born again, born again. Another birth, a debut, initiation, rite of passage, commencement, the beginning of something. So when you say baptized of water, it means born of water, baptized of water, it's the same thing as baptized with the water of life that Jesus is trying to give everyone that is thirsty. And after the water of life, when you are now born or baptized with the Holy Spirit, this water of life will become a fountain of living water. So it looks like I'm repeating myself, but just remember, just for us to understand this, I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name, amen. So baptized with the Holy Ghost means new birth with the Holy Ghost. Baptized with water means new birth with water. And so we'll quickly go and see... Um, We want to see the evidence of having a new birth. The first evidence which you and I know is what? The fountain of living water flowing through us. We begin to bear the fruit of the Spirit, according to Psalm 1 3. So, what, are the, what is the fruit of the Spirit? It's one fruit, has different parts. So, we can see the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. Galatians 5. Galatians 5, I'm sure you guys can see my screen. And if you cannot, please open your Bibles to Galatians 5. And we're going to read from um, twenty-two. It says that, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such, there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with their affection and lusts. Now, fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace. These are the things that will come out of us. These are the fruit we will bear when this water of life that Jesus has given us becomes a uh, river a fountain of, of water flowing from our bellies. So how do I know? Am I born again? That's the question now. Do you have the water of life in you? Does this water, has this water been activated? Has it become, uh, a, a, has it become a fountain of water flowing out of you? And it becomes that when you are born of the spirit. And I don't want us to forget that at that time, Paul laid hands on these people and they received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was born in them when Paul laid hands on them. There are different ways the Holy Spirit can come upon us once we have the water of life. There are different ways the, the Holy Spirit can come upon us. Jesus told his disciples in Acts, wait in the upper room and the Spirit will come like a rushing mighty wind. And the Spirit came upon them like a rushing mighty wind and filled them. Nobody laid hands on them. So you can be in your room praying, praying to God and reading the word of God and, and filling yourself with the word of God, being born of water, reading the word. And this word is changing your life. And all of a sudden you just have this, the new, the, the Spirit of God is being born in you. And when the Spirit of God is born in you, you start bearing this fruit. 
that is just one evidence that you have you have been born of the spirit the fruit of the spirit see but the fruit singular fruit of the spirit is is all these things it's not a typographical error this is a part of the fruit of the spirit it's not a grammatical error the fruit one fruit of the spirit is love is joy peace so when i tell myself i don't have enough i, I want to love people why why don't i don't i love everybody no matter what they've done to me why why lord i want to love everybody it means that i need the holy spirit right to activate <laughs> to activate that water to flow out of me i need to bear this part of the fruit of the spirit right so when jesus said fountain right Fountain, it's, it was not a mistake when he said, out of the, when he says to the woman, when he said to the woman, the Samaritan woman in John chapter four, he says, because you will not thirst again when you, when you have this water of life, because this water will become a fountain of living water. And when you look at a fountain, when you look at a fountain, there, there is the, I said I was going to show a picture. <laughs> And I'm gonna quickly show you this picture. And if you're what if you're listening in the audio version, I want you to Google Google um fountain holes. So you I click on images and then you would see just look for a, a picture of like a steel, like curtain steel fountain. So C-O-R-T-E-N steel fountain. So the cotton steel fountain. So I'm gonna show you the holes um, in a fountain that doesn't bring forth, that doesn't have water coming out of it. Um, just right now, I'm gonna share my screen and show you. So, okay, ready to share my screen right now. So this is the fountain. You see this on, on a day where this fountain is bringing up water, the water comes through these holes, right? So if the person is not born again, there's not going to be any water coming through these holes because there's no water in them. There's no water of life. But when the person is born again, when the person has the water of life, the water will just be waiting in the in the pipe for activation, you know. But when the person has taken a lot of the water of life, drank the word of God, read the word of God, you know, that what water of life, that water of life, when he's planted by the rivers of living water, you know. The Bible is linked, washing with water through the word. The word gives living water. Faith comes by hearing. When you hear the word of God, when the word of God goes into their ears, God pours the water of life in them. They drink the water of life. They have the water of life. What makes it a fountain when they've drunk enough of the water of life, when they are planted by the water, like Sam said, the Holy Spirit activates this fountain to to start bringing up the water in the pipes, right? That's why Jesus used that analogy. 
fountain, fountain of living water. Now, if this fountain is blocked, if one of the holes of this fountain is blocked, for example, me, I said, okay, I want to love everybody. What if, if the, the, one of the holes of the fountain is partially of love for me is blocked, right? So the Holy Spirit, through the word of God, cleanses us, removes, removes whatever dirtiness that is preventing water of life from flowing through the hole of love, right? So, and once I've read the word of God and the word washes and cleanses me and mortifies hatred, mortifies um, malice, mortifies unforgiveness from my life, as I keep reading the word of God, I'm praying to God and asking for help. This hole will become so clean that water of love can, water representing the fruit, representing love can flow out of me. So love flows out of me. Same for the rest of the gift of the spirit. Same for joy. Same for um, peace. You know, you say, I want peace in my life. I want peace. You have peace when the word of God, has. you have the, enough of the word of God that goes to cleanse you, cleanse you and remove the worries from your heart and, and, and remove and gives you con contentment godliness with contentment then you have peace in your heart long suffering long suffering is, is ability to to forbear to endure you know when the 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 word of god has helped strengthen your faith through trying times you you build up the whole of long suffering gets unclogged and then this water flows out of it and guess what when all the holes the holes of gentleness, holes of goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. When all the holes have now of that fountain is now unclogged, who can stop rivers of living water from flowing out of that fountain? Nothing. It just flows out freely. Love flows out. Peace flows out. Long suffering flows out. Gentleness flows out. Goodness flows out. Faith flows out. Meekness flows out. Temperance flows out of us. Out of our bellies that flow out rivers of living water and then these are not this are fruit of the spirit there are other um evidences that the spirit has been born in us apart from the activation and the flowing out of all this fruit from our bellies uh, there are gifts that the holy spirit gives us gifts of speaking in tongues which you can go and check the bible for and the power of the Holy Spirit, so people start speaking in tongues from the first day, the Holy Spirit activates them out. But they might not have all this other fruit, you know? They might have a lot of things that the Holy Spirit gives. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit activates all these nice things in us, like, oh, it quickens our mother body, our mother bodies, as we know, as we heard in the scripture. The, the, the spirit of Christ. Let's let's read it. <laughs> it's just so interesting. It says that when the spirit of life, when the spirit of Christ lives in you, the spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, from the dead, Romans six verse ten to eleven. Romans six ten to eleven. 
So I quickly share my screen here. And you can open to your Bibles to Romans 6, 10 to 11. It says that for in that he died. Wait, let me see. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I wrote the verse here. It looks like Romans 8, 11. We must look 8 11 because no, that's not the answer. So, Romans 8 11 says that it says that, um, let's read from 9 so that we can understand better. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that ye that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man has not the spirit of Christ, he is none of ease. And if Christ be in you, your body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is alive because of righteousness. So your body is dead when it comes to sin. What is dead? Still, your hand is dead. And when you're tempted to steal, your hand says, I can't move. <laughs> it's dead. But when you want to do righteousness, your spirit is alive to do righteousness. But when it comes to sin, your body that likes to sin, the, the flesh that enjoys the rewards of sin that are very, very temporal and very short-lived, it your body doesn't like, doesn't enjoy it anymore. It's dead because of sin, but it's alive because of righteousness. Your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And the body doesn't enjoy righteousness, so it's dead, right? It's dead because you have starved it of what he likes, right? He cannot suggest anything to you because it's dead. You have starved it, and then that's your flesh, your flesh. So when the new man comes into you and the old man is crucified, your flesh still remains, your urges, your, your, urges, your, your desires, it's still in you. You still desire stuff. But when you are, when, when, you're, when you don't have the old man anymore, you can say no to those desires. You have the part to say no and say yes to righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So quicken your mortal, it will quicken you to do only righteousness, but it's dead to sin, but only quickened for doing righteousness. So you're only woken up to do righteousness, but to sin, you are not woken up to do that. So the, 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 the word quicken is what I want to get from here, where it quickens us, it activates all these things in us, it activates the water of life that flows through us. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. So I was trying to I was trying to explain to us that some people get the gifts of the spirit, like speaking in tongues and healing, whereas the, the fountain holes of love, joy, peace are still blocked. So they don't have love, they don't have joy, they don't have peace. The Holy Spirit in them have not activated those parts, those fruits of the spirit. Whereas the, the, the Holy Spirit I've activated healing for them. So you see a pastor that um, pastor that is filled with the spirit that can heal 
he prays for someone and they are healed because the Holy Spirit gave him that gift. It activated that gift in him. And that one, one drink, will I call it drain of water? One source of water, one hole coming, bringing out water. So when you see a fountain that is partially blocked, some parts of water are coming out, but the others are blocked, right? So the fruit of the spirit part is blocked. Well, the gift of the spirit part is open and then some water is flowing out. Some living water is flowing out for healing, right? But the one for love, joy, peace, it's not there. The person might not have peace. The person might not love, you know? That is why um, the Bible said that the way the spirit goes, nobody understands it. Like, no one understands how the spirit works. But the spirit does whatever pleases the Father. And as a Christian, when you discover this in your life, you have the gift of healing or you have the gift of the spirit, which are more popular these days. Because if you are showing love, if you have temperance, you'll be a pushover sometimes. So people might take advantage of you. But if you have healing, you become famous. You know, you have healing, prophecy, interpretation of tongues, speaking in tongues. You become famous. These are the more known parts of, of the ministry, right? Let us be careful and try our best to unclog the dot, the, the, the holes, the fountain holes, I don't know what they call it, of love, of peace, of holy, of long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. So it says that against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Pray God give us more understanding of the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So 25 says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another and envying one another. Amen. Since we have crucified the old man, which makes us love sin, and we are our bodies that obeys the old man is dead to sin, but only quickened for righteousness, then we should also walk in the spirit. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. We'll end the Bible study here. And then we move next week by the grace of God. Since we have seen the new birth, we will then read the commentary and then we'll go to the next um, condition for, basic condition for knowing God. And I hope you have enjoyed or enlightened by the spirit of God to understand what it means to be born of the spirit as the quickening of the new life to activate the rivers of living water and the evidence is the fruit, the gift of the spirit and everything the spirit gives. And this Holy Spirit is our seal of redemption. The final evidence is that the Holy Spirit will quicken us to be raptured or to be caught up with God when he comes with Jesus, when he comes in the clouds, take us to heaven. So I, I thank God for the success of this Bible study. And we will pray right now. The prayer we want to pray, the prayer I want to pray, as we have understood the analogy of fountain and fountain, a fountain, a water fountain has holes. Lord, every hole in my fountain that is still blocked, please, Lord, let your word push through this hole, push through this blockage.
So this fountain of living water will flow out of my belly with full force, without anything stopping it in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, unclog whatever is preventing the fountain of my life from bringing out the water of life, from exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, so we ask this 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 evening, this day, this morning, this afternoon, that you would, oh Lord, answer our prayers, oh God. Help us to plant ourselves, oh God, by the rivers of water. Help us to read your word every day because your word, your word makes this water, increase this, this water of life in us. And when the water of life is increased, oh Lord, your Holy Spirit quickens it to flow out. Lord, please, Jesus, help us. Help us. That we will not be dry. We will always be refilling ourselves, Lord. And we ask that your Holy Spirit will be born in us, Lord. For the ones that have not yet been born of the Spirit. I ask that this, your Holy Spirit will be born in us, O God. And this Holy Spirit will quicken us, Lord. The Holy Spirit will activate the water of life, O God, to flow out of us in the name of Jesus Christ. And then it will be said that we are born again. But help us to be born of the water and the Spirit, Lord. Help us to do your will, O Lord. Let this... Let this power fall upon us, Lord. Even as your, the power fell upon the disciples in the upper room, oh God, it came on them as a rushing mighty wind. I pray for everyone that is listening here, oh God, that your power of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will fall upon them. Starting with me, oh God, let your Holy Spirit, Lord, come fill me. Not just a, just, not just a little measure, Lord. Let it fill me. You said that you, God, released your spirit to Jesus without measure, Lord. Release your spirit to me without measure, Lord. Don't give me half of it. You know how Moses, <laughs> God, Jesus, mercy. you know how Moses was, um, was, how Moses said he could not do the work anymore. And then you took the Holy Spirit in him and shared it among 70 people. Oh God, do not give me some measure of the Holy Spirit, oh Lord. Give me full measure of the Holy Spirit. That is my prayer this day, oh God. Give me the full measure of your Spirit, oh God. Give me the fullness of your Spirit without measure, without limit, oh God. Let Fill me with your Holy Spirit, oh God. I ask in the name of Jesus. Pray that prayer for yourself as well, oh Lord. Fill me with your Spirit, not just a little measure, Lord. Fill me with the Spirit, oh God. The Spirit which you release unto your disciples in the upper room, oh God. Fill me with the Spirit, oh God. Let out of my belly, Lord, let it flow out rivers of living water with no limitation, with no blockage, with no, with no hindrance. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we thank you because you've answered. We thank you because we don't have to repeat ourselves when we pray. We thank you because you've heard, oh God, and you have begun to do this new work in our lives. Say before we pray, you already answered. While we speak, you already heard. Thank you because you begin to do this new work of righteousness in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. God is great. He helped us through this Bible study. I was scared. How would I explain this? But he took over at the beginning. Everything I said at the beginning was not me, really, because I didn't know how to explain it. But God, so God explained it. So I'm really excited about our part. Thank you, Jesus, Holy Spirit. I give you praise. Thank you, God. So see you next week. I pray that God will bless you and be with you and begin to see. I pray you begin to see this, this river of living water flowing out of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay blessed. Bye.
Have you ever listened to a podcast and thought about what other listeners are saying about that episode? Have you ever thought about giving feedback and interacting with the host of a favorite podcast? Podroom is a podcast player and chatroom platform for the podcast communities. Join millions of similar podcast listeners and interact with like minds on the Podroom app. It's a social networking platform with over 750,000 audio and video podcast content. It's available on the Play Store and App Store. Download Podroom now to enjoy this episode. Oh, 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 oh,